when I was a kid, my parents would listen to talk radio in the car, and I was always like, this is so lame. Put oh, on yeah. some music. Now that's now what you do. Now I'm listening to podcasts to and from work. <laughs> you seek out and curate talk radio for yeah, yourself, basically. Exactly. Yeah, totally. It's so weird. Welcome to Beyond the Cart, presented by Lightburn. This is a podcast all about e-commerce, where we share some of our experiences building, managing, and promoting direct-to-consumer brands. I'm Nora, and today we're talking to one of our Food & Bev clients about selling swag online. From t-shirts to gift cards, restaurants have evolved from local eateries to brand name businesses. To tell their story, I've invited Sam Schulte, the marketing specialist for the Lowlands Group. Welcome, Sam. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to make my podcast debut. I know, we're excited to have you. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your role at Lowlands Group and for those who don't know, you know, who Lowlands Group is? Yeah, so Lowlands Group is a uh, Milwaukee-based restaurant group. We have seven Milwaukee area locations and then one location in Madison, Wisconsin. And we have four different brands plus the Lowlands Group brand, which is kind of just the umbrella. My role in the Lowlands Group is marketing specialist with kind of more of a focus on the digital aspects. Um, so I'm heavy on the website, social media, email marketing. Those kind of things are um, probably my three main points. Yeah, you have a hand in a lot of things yep. in your role. Um, we were talking about that earlier. So I've known Lowlands Group for ages, long before you were a client of ours. And like you said, each location kind of has its own feel, but there's that umbrella brand. Do you have like an elevator pitch of like who Lowlands is, like what the, the vibe is overall? Yeah, so uh, we're inspired by the Europeans, specifically the Benelux region, so Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg how they kind of embrace their culture with uh, grand cafes and beer and bikes. So we're really inspired. Those are kind of like the three big wheelhouses and everything stems out from there. Cool. Yeah, I think it's um, very, it's a very clear brand. When you walk into one of your restaurants, it feels really comprehensive. And that was certainly what we were trying to do, replatform all of your sites, including the corporate site. Part of that was e-commerce, which isn't the main focus of what you're doing. So what, what are you selling on the e-commerce shop? So our e-commerce shop has t-shirts, um, sweatshirts, all different kinds of apparel, hats. We also have glassware. Some of our uh, famous Milwaukee and Bloody Mary glasses are sold on there. And it's something we're really hoping to expand in the coming years, just all different kinds of gifts and swag and um it's a, a fun way to show who we are with the beer, bikes, foodie aspect of our brand. So when you came to us for the big overhaul of your whole sort of digital ecosystem, e-commerce wasn't like the leading force, but it definitely needed to be included. So you were on WooCommerce when, when we start working together. Tell me a little bit about what you know, what you were getting out of your e-commerce platform before we started working together. Yeah. So our e-commerce platform was just outdated. There was no way to filter any of the products. You couldn't sort them by 
restaurant concept. You couldn't sort them by category, you know, t-shirts versus glassware. And it was just a page on our website. There was no way to uh, navigate to the other shop pages. Once you clicked on a product, you just kind of had to start everything over. So we were really getting the basics out of our e-commerce store. Like somebody could go, they could purchase something, and that was about it. So we knew it would need to be redone at some point, but it, it definitely, yeah, it wasn't our main focus um, once we started working together. But the ways it, it's kind of played out and helped us has ended up being showing us that it, it's a bigger portion than we ever could have thought. One of the first steps we took was figuring out a platform for you. What was that process like to pick the platform in the first place? Yeah, so Stacy has been an immense help and um, as a guide and just kind of explaining our different options and helping us navigate through those decisions throughout this whole project. But specifically with the e-commerce, um, she kind of laid it out for us. So we had WooCommerce, which we were familiar with, but it wasn't really providing everything we were looking for. And then we also she presented us with the option of Shopify, which we had no prior knowledge of. None of us have ever worked in Shopify before, but she did a really good job of laying out all the different options that we had rather than kind of steering us towards Shopify. But once the pros and cons were all presented, it, it was pretty clear to us that Shopify was the way we wanted to go um, just with the amount of tools and um, customization and analytics they offered. So she was really helpful in providing that decision and then kind of walking our team through after we made the decision to build on Shopify, given that we had no prior knowledge to the yeah. platform. What, what do you think when you were looking at those pros and cons, what was, was there one deciding factor or anything that stands out to you? So the big one for us was Shopify, you have to pay to it use is extra it, cost, whereas, where WooCommerce yeah. is a free plugin. But the things we were paying for were customization, ease of use, good user interface for the customer, good UX on the back end, analytics provided after the sale, and just being able to connect that different social media platforms, like all those kind of things. So it, it really, it was such a long list that it, it wasn't really comparable when yeah. we decided so like not one thing but just yeah. like a just overall stronger opportunity yes so now the instead of there being kind of this add-on to your corporate wordpress site we're linking people off to a shopify site that's standalone it's not the front door to your brand that's how i kind of think of it like e-commerce if all we're doing is selling online then you want that to be right. the front door the shop landing page is your home page but in this case, it's not the front door. People already know you when they're ending up here. And so we used a theme that already existed, and we picked one that we felt had the features that you needed. And so that kind of limited design, we, we were working within some design constraints. Mm -hmm. uh, did that ever feel like a negative? Did you ever feel like that was holding you back in any way? Never. The theme we chose has so many options that we're still able to customize with our own imagery and our own colors, and we were even able to choose a text. So that was never limiting for us. And there were even some things that your team 
um, had coded within the theme to change. Like when you click on a product, it had a massive image for every mm-hmm. um, alternate image, and your team was able to code that so that it's more of a smaller gallery with like one a more big traditional picture. gallery style. Yep. Yeah. So that actually leads, you mentioned the flat lay photos. So you're taking your own photos? Yes. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about who's working within the store? Like who's interfacing with Shopify on your end? So in Shopify, it is a pretty even split between myself and our merchandise manager, Ashley. Ashley obviously does all of the sourcing of the merchandise and uh, inventory and order fulfillment, and then I'll help out with the photos, um, kind of building out the front end of the site with the different imageries and um, banner options. So we kind of have that split between the two of us, and that actually is another benefit, the fact that Shopify is separate. So in the future, as our team grows and we onboard a few more people into the shop, we're able to keep that separate rather than having all these people going into the the website and having to navigate around there just for that that security component. Yeah, um, and, and it just kind of, even if you feel comfortable, you know, using interfaces like this, like I think just having your sort of narrow view of what you're working on, if that's all you have to touch. Right. It's just easier for someone who's doing all these other things. Like, it sounds like Ashley has a lot of other responsibilities outside of the e-commerce Yeah, site. most definitely. And it, it plays to both of our strengths, too, and what we do well. Was there anything that surprised you when we were working on this project? I guess the most surprising thing is how easy the learning curve is for Shopify. You know, we were a little nervous um, going into a system, a platform that we have never used before, um, and just figuring out how the workflow goes within that. And Stacy, the project manager, had sat down with us and kind of walked us through everything. And after that, it, it's just been so intuitive that um, we're really not limited in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's great, um, because I know one of the points of the project when we first started was that we were replatforming within WordPress for all your other sites because that was familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not surprising that that was maybe like a hesitation that you had. So I'm really glad to hear that it wasn't. Yeah. So circling back to actually selling swag online, what uh, any anything that we've done um, that stands out to you just in the way that the site is organized or how it functions for the end user? Yeah, so your team actually was really helpful in coming up with a solution for us to integrate the shop onto each individual restaurant's website. So we were able to create collections for each restaurant. So we have the Cafe Benelux collection, Cafe Hollander, Bucatabin, and then Central. So on those individual websites, there's actually a, a shop section. And when that links, it links to that collection. So if I go into Bucketabin and I see a shirt that I really love, but they don't have my size, you know, the staff is like, oh, well, you can go online, blah, blah, blah. They go to the website, they click on shop, and it takes them specifically to the Bucketabin merch. Um, but they're still on the store, so they can, you know, click around and see some other things if 
uh, they're curious and want to look at some other stuff. But at least they're seeing what they kind of came there yeah. specifically to look at. Um, because a problem we had with our old um, e-commerce shop was we weren't able to uh, sort anything. So you just get the long laundry list of all the products. So if I'm going there to look for a specific T-shirt and it's on page seven of eight, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to get down. there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, once they're on the site, they can go anywhere from there. But at least hopefully um, right away they're seeing what they came to look for, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Yeah. And another thing that you mentioned earlier, either earlier when we were recording or maybe earlier this morning was um, the the analytics and how yeah. easy that is. Can you talk a little bit about what you're keeping track of now that you couldn't before? Yeah. So before we had a couple analytics that we were able to keep track of, obviously, sale number, average order value. Um, I think we could see, you know, whether a customer was new or returning. But now those are like three of a hundred maybe more analytics that we're able to look at um so that's been really fun specifically for me i like to go in and look at um what percentage of people are coming onto the site from facebook and instagram um and then even within that who's buying from facebook and instagram and are they clicking onto the store or are they literally on the shop that we set up through facebook and instagram so that's been really helpful to look at and kind of fun to look at. It also kind of points me in the next direction of, okay, this shirt has sold 17 times from an Instagram post. Should I post it again because I know people like it? Or maybe I'll post a picture of someone wearing a shirt that hasn't been sold yet and see if that pushes some drive on that product. Yeah. Um, So that's been a really cool analytic to look at. We also, we've done a couple discounts and promotions. We, I think maybe we used to have the ability to do a coupon code, but there was no way to look at the analytics after the fact. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's kind of, it's kind of pointless. Like we don't want to run a sale if we don't know. Again, like we could look into that ourselves. Yeah, you could probably dig through the orders and like manually do that comparison, but it's a waste of like we said, that's not your main it's not your main job. Yeah. And so you're never gonna sit back and be like, I'm gonna dig into all of this data, but now it's like at your fingertips. Uh, So anything surprising come out of all of that data? So we launched our site in mid or our new shop we launched in mid March. And just looking from mid-March to mid-July, we've already had a 9.5% increase in overall sales. We've had an 8% increase in AOV. We have seen a lot of actual merchandise, like the swag, being ordered, whether that's in an individual order or tagged on to a, a gift card order, whereas a lot of our old sales were mainly gift cards. Yeah, so just gift which makes a lot of sense because right. it's a restaurant group. Like, that's probably what's bringing people in. Right. But it's really nice to hear the, that now. Like, oh, I'll throw a yeah. T-shirt in with that, too. Yeah, and our, our merchandise manager, she comments all the time on, oh, my gosh, like, we sold seven sweatshirts in one order. You know, it, it's kind of out-of-the-box orders that we weren't seeing before. And that's, you know, March through July, that's nothing in comparison to when we get to October, November, December, January, and people are 
buying gifts and yeah. um yeah so it's just been really cool and we're excited to see how that grows going into the busy season do you have any like plans that you feel like maybe you're doing now that you wouldn't have thought of or wouldn't have been able to do uh, on the old shop? Um, something that I've loved that's kind of fun. We've done a couple of photo shoots just because we have the ability to plug in some really awesome imagery across our new shop. Um, so we've got some awesome lowlanders from the stores and they have helped us out and modeled some of our merch and uh, we've had a lot of fun doing that and it's like a good team building opportunity but then it's also awesome because we can plug in those pictures on the website we can use them on social media and it that's something we we never even considered before because it's just like oh well we wouldn't have anywhere to put that on the the shops so. yeah so why would you and now it's like creating this content that you can use yeah. you know, across platforms. And that's really cool. Yeah, it's really easy. Like once you get started on something like that, it's like, oh, we could do this too. Or, right. You know, like it makes it easier to imagine what it could be. Yeah. And it's the fun part of our job. Yeah. So. Yeah. More of that, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and like we were really excited because we, I know Stacy worked with you to come up with like what the promotion would be out of the gate to day one when the store launched but then to see you continuing to add and change things like we were looking at it when we first invited you to come on the podcast Stacy and I were just looking through the store and she was like oh they added this section they and you're really like managing it and again it's not your like number one priority but the fact that you're doing that and keeping it fresh just makes us feel so good that we gave you the tools to do that. Yeah. In a way that's easy enough to see it through. So thank you for for like cultivating this thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one one last question for you. And I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have any advice or words of wisdom for someone who's embarking on a similar project? Um, I think just letting the team you're working with and uh, the project manager know, you know, these are the problems we're trying to solve and kind of letting them come up or all of you come up with the different solutions and then really weighing out your options for how each one works with the problem you're having. Um, because I think that was the, the biggest and most important part of this e-commerce project was deciding where we wanted to go with it. Because had we gone with WooCommerce, it would have been fine, but it would have drastically changed the outcome and our productivity since then and how we're able to navigate on the back end. So, yeah, I think just keeping open communication lines and making sure that if you have questions or if that doesn't exactly solve the problem you're looking for, just speak up about it so that you're able to figure out a solution because there probably is one that covers everything you're looking to fix. Yeah, that's great advice. And I hope all of our clients feel like they can do that yeah. with us. Um, and you certainly have. And I, I have to say, Stacy has always been so complimentary about working with you and the whole team at Lowlands Group across, you know, beyond just the e-commerce site. Mm -hmm. 
It's been, you know, a, a big project to do all of these sites kind of on top of each other while still maintaining their own look and feel. And it's just been a pleasure to work on. And we're really proud of the work. So yeah, thank you for... It's been a really smooth ride so yeah, far. <laughs> it has. Like, knock on wood, we got one more yeah. site as of this recording. But yeah, it's been a pleasure. And it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Beyond the Cart is produced by Lightburn. Today's episode was edited by our very own Stacy Tischer and recorded in downtown Milwaukee with our pal Ray Fister at Fifth Floor Recording Studio. Special thanks to Sam Schulte from the Lowlands Group for joining us today and for sharing their story. Our music is the song Let's Go, Go, Go by Tiger Blood Jewel. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume your audio. You can always learn more about e-commerce at lightburn.co. 